From Studio One at the worldwide headquarters of ESPN and from Studio HD in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. While you were sleeping last night, the NBA came down with their decision on Draymond Green. And the Warriors superstar will now face a one-game suspension. He will miss game three of this pivotal playoff series between Golden State and Sacramento. To which I have three words. Four words, actually. I can't count. I told you so. God, it's hard being this right. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app series, XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, I told you so. I was right. Everybody else was wrong. Nanny, nanny, poo-poo. You know what? And Devin, do do we have any, like, acceptance speech music? Can we get something? Like, I feel like this is the moment where I finally, Harry, you you know, I just, I'm walking up to the podium. I hear my name called because last, I wake up this morning and I refresh Twitter (laughs) and I see Draymond's out. I see ESPN Radio quote tweeting uh, uh, my take yesterday that he had to be suspended and I would just like to thank Adam Silver (laughs) the NBA as a whole all of the fair reasonable and logical people that sat down looked at the actions of Draymond the history of Draymond and decided the same thing that was obvious to me Harry that Draymond must be sat down this isn't a moment for me this isn't a moment for the NBA this is a moment for the sports community to realize that justice can be done, that the cheaters can't cheat, and that the rules can never be broken. This, this is about the future, America. This is about the future of the league. This is about the future of the NBA. And this is about, most importantly, Jason Fitz being right. Encore. Thank you. Encore. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh. God, Harry, I've been looking forward to that all morning. Well, Best I'll just say this. Uh, we're dealing with the soft-ass NBA <laughs> that want to suspend Draymond for stomping on someone's chest, you know, after that someone decided to grab his foot slash ankle. Unbelievable. I woke up, and as soon as I seen this, I said, damn, Fitz is going to give me hell today. But you know what? <laughs> Draymond, you can't put yourself in the situation, man. You cannot put your team and you, yourself, in this situation. But this is soft. This is soft, 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 soft. Even though Draymond is wrong in this entire incident, he's wrong. This is soft. Because I want to see in game three. Now, I'm trying to make a decision, ladies and gentlemen. Am I going to watch game three? But I'm going to watch game three because, hell, it's part of my job. I have to. Oh, but if I didn't have to, if I didn't off. have to come on here, if I didn't have to come on here and talk about this game, I wouldn't probably even watch it. Oh. Devin, if you don't oh, cut man. that music down. <laughs> oh man, we are we are on one early this morning, Fitz and Harry. Uh, all based on the fact that Draymond is uh, Draymond's out, obviously uh, for yeah. Game Three. And what's interesting about the fact that he's out for Game Three is that it took a long time for the NBA to make the decision. And you know, frankly, Harry, I, I'm not surprised by it, but I I think that at some point some people are. In fact, Stephen A. Smith, first take host. Stephen A. Smith, the legend. Stephen A. Smith, the most important person at ESPN. 
was so wrong this morning when he said this about the NBA and why they came to the conclusion they came to. Well, I pressed the button and it did nothing. Can we? Uh, we'll try that in there. The computer just crashed on me in here, so we'll see if we can get this Stephen A. This is the karma of Stephen A.'s ghost. Is like e- even the computer through. know it's nonsense. Yeah, or should I like, say BS? Yeah, I, I said something <laughs> negative about Stephen A. And the computer's like, no, I'm not going to be part of that segment. Uh, this is what Stephen A. was wrong about this morning on First Take. It's the NBA acquiescing and capitulating to a lot of the public noise out there on too many damn occasions Hmm. that influences decisions like this, which I think is atrocious. There's no reason for Draymond Green to be suspended for this game. I'm not surprised. I expected it. And in that regard, that's where I hold Draymond Green accountable because if I know what the league is going to do, he damn sure knew it, which means you have to guard yourself and protect yourself because when all is said and done, somebody might be looking at Draymond Green again and saying, you didn't know better. It's the second time you caused the Golden State Warriors a championship in some people's eyes, and he's going to have to live with that. So what did he say wrong? What did he say wrong? Everything there. First and foremost, he, what did starts, he, say wrong? he starts by saying that the league is uh, is reacting to outside Soft. noise. No, he says the league's reacting to outside noise and that it was wrong. But then he gives you all the reasons why it was the right thing to do. Like, <laughs> and also, I don't think Adam Silver was sitting there worried about Twitter all day. Like Adam Silver was not sitting there thinking, well, gosh, what's everybody? You know what Adam Silver was thinking about? Adam Silver was sitting there thinking about being in the arena, watching Draymond Green after he was ejected from this game act like a fool across the court act like he was in the middle of a WWE uh, sort of uh, promo where he was going to get the crowd all fired up and they were all going to be energetic about Draymond and then Draymond goes to the podium and basically says I didn't do anything wrong not my fault Adam Silver wasn't thinking about the outside noise Adam Silver was thinking about the noise one person created Draymond Green created all of that if Draymond Green would have just walked off the court not said anything and then come into the press conference afterwards and said man I just got to control my emotions better. This might be a different situation. Instead, he sat there and he mother-effed the crowd loud enough that the commissioner that was five rows back heard every ounce of it. And you think that he's worried about the outside noise? He's worried about the inside noise inside that arena when Draymond Green did everything wrong after he was ejected. You know what? You you have a point. Because, you know, there was a sense of accountability that I did not see from Draymond that I think that if he would have took that stance... There's a small possibility. I still think he would have got suspended, but there's a small possibility that things may have went a different direction. And I say a small possibility. But the fact that he didn't do that and he had the antics, you know, towards the crowd and, you know, going back and forth with the referee and then, you know, the post game just seeming like he didn't care and he did what he did. It is what it is. I think that added, uh, you know, fuel to the fire. Right. That just added, you know, a little too much that the commissioner, Adam Silver, probably could have dealt with and couldn't let slide by versus just, you know, going to the locker room, going into the postgame interview and saying, you know what? My emotions did get the best of me. It was a heated moment. He did it in game one. Um, I was a little fed up. I shouldn't have went that route. I should have been been the bigger man. It, there's a small possibility that the outcome would have been a little different. Uh, and I keep going back to this. By the way, we're going to let you guys chime in. We want to hear what you think of Draymond's suspension. 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776. 888-729-3776. We're going to let you guys take over the show. But here's the thing. I say this to you, I feel like, five times a week now. But it's my favorite new analogy. And I'm going to add an extra layer to it. If I'm driving by a cop and the speed mm. limit's 35 and I'm going 70, I'm probably getting pulled over. If I drive by the cop 
and I'm going 70. I take both hands off the wheel, and I roll my window down, and I flip him off as I'm going right by that cop. I'm definitely getting pulled over. Now, all of a sudden, I'm going to add the next layer to it. I got Mm -hmm. pulled over. Cop walks up to me and says, you know why I pulled you over? And if I turn around and say, officer, I've had the worst day of my life, and I'm so sorry, and I made a really terrible judgment decision, you know, maybe I can sit there and be apologetic, and maybe the officer's going to turn around and say, I'm going to let you off with a warning, but I'm on the street all the time, and I don't want you to do this. If... The cop walks up to the car and says, you know why I pulled you over? And I look at him and say, because you're fat and you needed exercise. You had to get out of the car because you're an <laughs> idiot. Guess what? I'm getting a ticket. And that's what Draymond did. He got pulled over. He had the opportunity to try and walk it back afterwards. He had the opportunity to say all the right things. And you know that an athlete knows when they should say the right thing or when they just don't give a damn. And he chose to go to the spot of don't give a damn. And that's part of it. I mean, the league said, quote, the suspension was based in yeah. part on Green's history of unsportsmanship like acts. He didn't give the league any choice. Well, I'll say this. All the things that we love Draymond Green for being, we can't just take it away in this one moment. And I understand, yes, he should have, you know, had a different mindset going into that press conference and his actions probably should have been different, you know, towards the crowd. But that's who Draymond is. You know, it's hard to tell a person to sit there and change, even though they probably need to change some things about him. But I love that fiery part of Draymond. That's what makes the Warriors go. That's what makes him him. He's an underdog. He wasn't a first-round draft pick. You know, and he plays with his heart on his sleeves every time he's out there on the basketball court. And he's emotional. And he's passionate. So I don't want him to lose that passion. But also in this situation – I think he could have handled it a little bit more, uh, better than what he did. Like, you could be fiery with the crowd, but you don't have to, you know, be, you know, using choice words. And then in the postgame, you got to take some, uh, some accountability in the postgame interview. You have to. And I think things, it's, it's a small percentage, things may have been different. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Did the league get it right? Did Draymond get it wrong? How, how do you guys see Draymond's suspension for game three? Oh, well, three? you should ask the people, Was is it soft or is it not soft right. Right. by the is, league? Is it soft or is it not soft? How's that? Was that, was that good? That yeah, was, I like that. Okay, I, like I said that, that like with that. my chest, too. With some soul, uh, too. Is, is it soft? Is it not soft? Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Plus, the question everybody's been asking all morning, should past performance be part of a suspension in an in a situation like this it's a complicated question and a very simple answer we'll answer it next fitz and harry on espn radio and the espn app fitz and harry the podcast This is Fitz and Harry. And I got to give credit to our friends over at TNT. I think uh, Chuck made a good point last night. I think his histrionics running around the gym, doing this with the commissioner in the building, I think that's why they got like, I think that's the person why he got suspended. Draymond out here doing all of this, (laughs) all of that in the crowd, the commissioner up in the stand, and he's like, wait a minute, you're making a mockery of the situation right here. Sounds familiar. Adam Silver was in the <laughs> building and watched him not only egging on the crowd, but using the you know using the adult-only language while he's doing it. You think Adam Silver is not looking at all of this? Like when you're in that moment where you just got kicked out, now you're going full WWE and you've got the reputation that Draymond has. I'd be stunned, frankly, if the league doesn't suspend him for a game.
I'm just saying. You know what those takes you just heard don't have in common? They weren't all today. One of them was yesterday. I am on one today, Harry. I am just on one right now. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, <laughs> the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Learn today that Charles Barkley, Monica McNutt, and uh, Damian Woody must all be loyal Fitz and Harry listeners because they all said the same thing last night and today that I said yesterday. Oh, it feels good. I'm happy to be stuck with you, by the way. It feels good. Yeah, that is. it feels good for you, not for me. Okay, well, if the rhythm feels good to you, baby, <laughs> let me hear you say. Uh, all right, Fitz and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. We're going to take your calls. Uh, I've also put it on the poll. Put it on the poll! Uh, is the NBA soft? And uh, Fig Newton soft was the option, or Draymond deserved it. Those were the two options. Uh, people can vote on the poll. Put it out there. ESPN Radio retweeted it, so get out there and vote. In the meantime, you guys can also chime in. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888 Seven six. We'll uh, we'll get some more of our thoughts in, but first I want to get you guys in on this. So so, so it's Ramon in Sacramento. Ramon, what do you got for us? Uh oh. So I thought it was hilarious. I was listening earlier. I heard a caller get on here talking about that he was from the Bad Boys era and that Draymond, what he did, should not have gotten him suspended. Now, in the same breath, my man turned around and said the bonus should have been suspended for grabbing his leg. But you're talking about the league being soft. Grabbing somebody's leg and getting stumped in the chest, to me, are two different things and the antics. But how are you going to say that the league is soft for suspending great Draymond Green and then turn around and ask for somebody to be suspended for grabbing somebody's leg? Well, who said that? Yeah, we don't think uh, – neither it, of us it, thought it Sabonis wasn't me. Be, yeah, I don't uh, – did you ever think Sabonis should be suspended? I mean, uh, did no, you – No, I, I didn't think either one of them should have been suspended. I mean, uh, here's that the thing, though. Like, there is this weird moment of the, the clapback. Like, we all know this in general. Like, if I walk up to producer Evan and I, you know, and I walk up to him and I, and I remind him that he's tiny and I just walk up to Evan and I'm like, hey, hey, little tiny Evan boy. And, like, maybe that's not a nice thing to do. And I'm like, little tiny hell? Evan boy, what are you going to do about it? And then all of a sudden, Evan just clocks me. Which one of us is going to get written up in HR? I mean, which one of us is going to get suspended? The person that punched somebody or the person that uh, they, they called him bad names? Like, there's just the retaliation on this. It's like bringing a, a gun to a knife fight. Like, we, we saw a, a leg grab followed up by a, a, a trampoline stomp that looked like it was straight out of the Andre the Giant 80s wrestling. Thanks to uh, Christine Lisi. Apparently, it's Gilbert Arenas who said that earlier on KJM. Oh, Gilbert Arenas said it earlier on oh, KJM. Okay. okay. Christine Lisi coming in doing God's work there, by the way. Always uh, always love. Because I was so confused. I was like, we just started the show. I don't think that was this show. I figured it was from a different show. Uh, let's go to Nico in Stockton, California. Love you guys getting in on this in California because you're right in the thick of all of the drama, drama here. Nico, what do you got for us, man? Hey, uh, so first of all, I'm a Lakers fan, so I'm – I'm completely have no I have no bid in this. Uh, so all I want to say is what it looked like Sabonis when he fell. It looks like he reacted to the grabbing his head like he was hurt. And Draymond Green's foot just happened to be there. And then Draymond Green took the extra step, pulled away, and then just stomped on Sabonis. So I don't get why this is a big deal of why he should be suspended or not. It's not a basketball play. Sabonis reached for his head. It felt like it was a reaction for him falling. That's how I feel, but how y'all feel? Uh, okay, so thanks for the call, but I'm watching. They're playing it again for us on 
on the ESPN app if you're watching us there. And yeah, Sabonis clearly grabs his yeah, leg. Yeah, and, and also clearly Sabonis grabbed his leg in the first game, too. Like, so, yeah. look, I, I, as a little brother, I tried all these tricks, too. Like, you know, if I was playing Harry in flag football, I know that there's no chance I'm stopping Harry in flag football. So if I could accidentally, like, you know, just maybe give him trip a little him. Tug, give me a little tug. A little, little tug. tug, little, little trip, tug a little just trip, trip him a little bit. Like, oh, yeah. I do that. Like, there's no doubt. Like, if I was playing, you know, if maybe I could grease the spot he was running from so he slips a little bit. Like, I do all those <laughs> things. I don't blame Sabonis for trying. Trying to get it in, uh, but you know, I just well, it, he uh, obviously he was successful, yeah, in whatever he was trying to do because Draymond is now suspended and he got ejected from that ball game and it made a difference down the stretch, especially defensively for the Warriors. And we've seen the offensive prowess that you know the Sacramento Kings went on when Draymond was not in the game anymore, and you had to put. Kayvon Looney in pick and roll situation. Also, Lakers fans can't tell me they have no dog in this fight because they know that they have a shot at the winner of this and they'd rather have Sacramento. LS in Virginia. Mm. LS, what do you got for us? Thanks for calling the show. Uh, I talked to um, one of my boys. He's like the Rodman 2.0. And don't nobody really likes him. He don't have a game like Rodman. He's not pulling down 20, uh, 21 rebounds a game or nothing historic like that. I think he should have got suspended, and you got to watch out for, like, a future thing going on ahead after he come back because, I mean, if they lose this series, he's going to be really upset. I don't think you're wrong. By the way, I like the Robin comparison a lot here, especially in the sense that, like, if social media had existed – in the 90s, I, I don't know how we would view Rodman, right? Like, oh, uh, So I, I actually like, and, uh, and you're right, I don't right know too. how y'all would view me. <laughs> <laughs> the hell with Rodman, how would y'all view me? I, and I do have to wonder if Draymond can dial it, like, as from here on out, he's going to be watched even more the rest of the playoffs. I, I think that's a, that's a pretty good point. Let's go to Antonio in Ohio. What do you got for us? Yeah, man, I feel like the NBA missed the mark, man. Draymond is high level. Grab your popcorn entertainment, man. Must be TV. The NBA is soft, man. Charming, man. You yeah. Can't, you, can't, you can't suspend a guy for that, man. Damn toilet paper! Oh man, so we got Charmin going now. That's a, that's yeah, a, man. I, but 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 it's not the it's not the um the thick Charmin. It's it's the it's the soft kind, not the rough kind. The soft kind. You, you, there ain't no yeah. chance there's a single ply anywhere in Harry Douglas's mansion, right? Like Harry Douglas, like Harry Douglas got triple ply. Like Harry Douglas has ply. Like you got somebody that sews like double yeah. ply to triple ply to get you extra like special ply. Yeah, you know I. <laughs> I mean I I go to the restroom office. <laughs> Need extra tissue, man. Or toilet paper, I should say. That is, that is. I'm sorry I made that happen. Uh, the only thing I'd say, though, like my counter to that, Antonio, is that like it's not Adam Silver's job to worry about whether or not we are entertained. It's his job to uphold the, the, the standard. And uh, the sta- you can't well, trip no, on something. It actually is his job, too, to make sure that we are entertained. Yeah. So I think they all. Okay, so here's my counter on that then. If we're going to say that, you know, hey, he should keep him in, let me ask you this. If he'd done the same exact thing to, I don't know, Giannis, would we be okay with it? If he'd done the same exact thing to to a superstar that everybody loves, would we be okay with it? I don't think it would have happened to a superstar. Well, I, but that's not the question. I mean, like, I'm saying, well, like, I'm giving you reality too. I don't think it would have happened to a superstar. I mean, I, I'm just saying that if he goes in and he stomps on somebody that the the league loves, if he goes into that game and stomps on De'Aaron Fox, even people are going to be like, oh my god, how good? Yeah, I-, I would. I would have given him a heavy fine. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Oh, I would have said, you know what? I'm not going to suspend you, but I'm taking a game's pay away. 
I, I would have been fine. You with just want to have him out on the court because you want to watch him play. And like I, you know, I, I want a good. I want to see a good product. What? I want to see a good product on the court. Yeah. The Warriors are better when Draymond Green is on the court. Fitz, you damn right I do. Then maybe he I should want to find see a, a way better to product. stay on the court. Then maybe he should just not act a fool and stay on the court. Like all he had to do is I don't know, not trampoline off somebody, or not- maybe look, or maybe little Simon, uh, Big Simon, should be grabbing people's foot and leg when they're down on the ground. Hey, well, and even in that, you know, it, maybe he doesn't trampoline off. Maybe he doesn't act like he's you know the ringmaster at a circus. Maybe mm-hmm. he doesn't sit there and, and yell straight towards the commissioner some things that probably aren't the most family friendly. Maybe he doesn't sit at the press conference afterwards okay, and say, so oh, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't lie. Every uh-huh. time I see the video, can we put the video up, please? Uh, yeah, the video of, is, of, is of Draymond in the crowd. Every time I see it, I laugh so hard because Draymond is so passionate laughing and yelling at the crowd. And the, you can see the people in the crowd giving him the thumbs down, thumbs down. Oh, he's giving you the Hulk Hogan here, too? It's like, hilarious to me. Yeah. That, and you see one guy in the stands giving him the bird fingers. Like, it's hilarious. Oh, man, it is. That is just... There, there's just nothing that the league wants about any of that. I, I'm just saying, uh, we'll keep taking your calls. Triple eight, say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. We are going to have an interactive day of yelling back and forth about Draymond. I can promise you that. But coming up, the one player that's the biggest unknown in the NFL draft, we'll get some knowledge on. That's next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel eighty. James and the L.A. Lakers storm from behind and win game one in Memphis. Now the Grizzlies face a critical game two. Will it be without an injured John Morant? Game two of the Lakers and Grizzlies, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins tonight at 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You can also listen on the ESPN app and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. NFL Draft. Live from Kansas City's historic Union Station. It all begins with round one. The Carolina Panthers are on the clock. Thursday, April 27th at 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN, and on ABC. You can also listen on the ESPN app and on Sirius XM Channel 80. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, hanging out with you. And just a reminder, every single pick of the NFL Draft covered on ESPN, you know that. Every single pick of the NFL Draft will be covered on ESPN Radio. Candy and Carlin going to lead a great crew of people here. You can listen to every single pick right here. And then if you want to watch us, Harry Douglas and I will be uh, will be hosting with a huge group of people on the digital platforms, the ESPN app, uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Over 10 million people watched us last year uh, on that broadcast. We're always really proud of what we do there. So you can get your draft coverage anywhere you want it across the board. We're going to get some draft expertise right now about one of the more controversial, I don't mean controversial, one of the more uh, let's say divided uh, prospects coming into this year's draft because everybody seems to have something to say about Will Levis. So rather than speculate, let's talk to somebody that knows him better than most. Liam Cohen, Kentucky offensive coordinator. Now, uh, to, to stress here, Coach, appreciate your time. Uh, I know you're back at Kentucky now. You were with Will a couple of years ago, but that's what's really interesting to me because there's a lot of conversation about whatever didn't go right for Will Levis at Penn State. When you inherited him in Kentucky, what did you see from the young man at quarterback? Well, first off, guys, thanks for having me on. Um, it, it, Will's a special, unique kid. Um, 
when he was really coming out of Penn State, he was more so utilized as a, a wildcat quarterback, you know, running the football and short yardage goal line situations. And then um, when I was fortunate enough to get this job and had a prior relationship, had recruited Will a little bit earlier in his high school career, um, I went and referenced the 2020 Nebraska game versus Penn State where they're playing at Nebraska during the COVID year. He comes in for an injured Clifford and almost leads that team back to a win. And some of the throws and plays that he made within that game uh, showed me and showed us as a staff that um, he could do this at a high level. And and he has the arm talent. Uh, He was put in a tough situation, but ultimately almost led them back to a win. And um, did some really nice things that led us to believe that it was translatable to be able to come in the SEC and perform at a high level. Now, Liam, I got to ask you this. The time that you spent with Will Levis, what would you say his best traits are from the quarterback position? Well, everything you look for in terms of the, uh, the day-to-day, right, or the preparation, the communication, the work ethic, the way that he goes about his business. I mean, I'm talking, guys, every meeting, every walkthrough, every practice is game-like. So those things that you look for from the quarterback um, standpoint are all right there with some of the you know top guys I've been around. And um, it's that competitiveness. No matter what he's doing, he's trying to win, the, win that period or win that day or win that meeting. So um, – some people are mistaking that for, um, you know, uptight. No, it's not uptight. He's just – he's about his business. He's about that work. And, um, oh, by the way, I mean, his all other elite trait is uh, pushing the ball down the field. He can really throw the football uh, in that intermediate, you know, 20, 15 to 25-yard range, and that ball is coming on a dime. I mean, Harry, you know when you come out and you're running – uh, the dagger concept or a blaze out or, you know, all those throws he can make right on the money uh, off play action. That's one of his superpowers. Yeah, and those plays actually have to be thrown on time because it might yeah. be a safety in the middle of the football field that you might have to brace as soon as you catch that football. Yep. Coach, trust me, I know, especially yep. if you come on that big yep. Dover from the outside about 15 to 18 yeah. yards, and you know, that safety's coming downhill. Yep. But I got to ask you, if, yep. tell me one thing that you feel like, you know, Will Levis could work on from the quarterback position. He could I be think, better at. You know, one of his, his traits, right? He, one thing that's not getting talked about enough is his athletic ability. And you go back, I know he's banged up last year a little bit, wasn't ru- moving around or running around quite as much as he did in 2021. Um, I mean, the guy's jumping over people, hurtling, running them over. Um, once Will can get down, hey, all right, from the pocket, we know you can make every throw. And then once you do get on the move and run, he is an actual weapon running the football. So now, okay, how do you merge those two? And once you maybe have to step up in the pocket and really escape a little bit, trying to remain a passer while you're on the move. Those are the guys that really are dangerous in the NFL because – the guys that can truly break contain or step up in the pocket and then get out while remaining a passer, while having the threat to be able to throw the ball on the run 
or, hey, if the defense is all bailing out of there, now he takes off and he can get you 20, 25, 30-yard gains because he's a freak running the ball. So some of those things of playing the position, and he's only played this position, guys, for two years at a high level. Two years. Because he was wildcat, ride and decide, power read, you know, came from a Connecticut high school football. And um, some of those things that I think he can work on um, are things that he's been really diligently working on this past offseason. We're talking to Liam Cohen, Kentucky offensive coordinator, knows Will Levis better than most. And uh, so this sounds weird to me, but I got to ask you because you're the expert. People keep telling me that are smarter than I am that given how yoked he's gotten, if anyone's seen a picture, my guy is just, he's been in the gym. His body is just exploding. He's huge right now. Any concern about somebody that size being able to come in and play quarterback? No, I mean, I think that picture might have been like post pump. You know, I mean, he's not that jacked, guys. Like, he is t- – trust me, he's in really good shape. He looks he, he looks big and strong, but he, he's not going to play when he comes to the fall looking like a linebacker. Trust me. He, he, I think that was post-pump and had some a little bit more uh, swole going on there. Is he big and strong and muscular? Yes, but he really has worked hard on his flexibility. Um he is extremely twitchy, right? So upper body twitch, his core is really explosive, um, and he does a nice job using his body to throw. Like he's not just an arm thrower, which is nice. So um, the, the big, strong thing and being a little bit tight, that's not how he's going to look, I wouldn't think, going into day one of whoever drafts him. I mean, I think that picture was a little bit misleading in some ways, Um, but it helped him. That muscle, I mean, you're taking hits from these guys in the National Football League week in and week out or going in the SEC and playing these guys week in and week out. Your body does need to have some on it to be able to sustain the length of a season, especially if you're coming in and having to play early as a rookie. Well, Maybe the protection might not be as well. He might have to run a little bit more. So I think he's just preparing his body uh, to get to that point. But I do believe those pictures were maybe a touch misleading. Uh, Real quick, before we let you go, Coach, you were in the NFL last season. In your mind, if you were in an NFL locker room right now, is he a day one starter in the NFL, or would you rather see him sit for a year before he gets on the field? I mean, I think we'd all rather see him sit. Everybody. I mean, who? what – I guess what organization really wants their rookie to come in and get thrown into the fire? Yeah. I mean, you look at two of the most talented throwers of the football, two of the most talented throwers of the football in the National Football League right now, and you're talking Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, neither one of which played as rookies. So it's not exactly something that you hope for, I don't believe. I mean, I don't think you walk into it saying, you know – gosh, I can't wait to play a rookie quarterback for uh, a whole season and, and, and with maybe not as great a team around him, especially if he's getting drafted early, I don't know if that's typically a recipe for success. Now, can he do it? I think he can do it because the physical traits, and oh, by the way, he's gone in and been in the system for the last two years where he's had two or three play calls called on a wristband that he has to spit out understand what the can or Oscar or alert is and execute that within the timing and rhythm of a play clock. So he's been under center. 
He's run all the cans and Oscars and alerts. He can run all the play action and keepers and things that a lot of the NFL teams are asking their quarterbacks to execute. But I'd be lying to you if I said that you'd really love anybody to go in and truly play as a rookie if you can give them a little bit of time to develop, see the game, see the speed, and practice. I feel like that's a little bit of a better recipe for success for most oh, quarterbacks. Coach, well. you're, you're speaking my language. Oh, you're, all this language. I did the uh, coaching internship with the Falcons, and you know a lot of uh, a lot of teams in the NFL sh- share the same offense. Arthur Smith, you know, in that Shanahan yep. offense, and uh, yep. you're speaking you speaking my language, Coach. I'm glad you came on. Yeah, we really oh, you appreciate must know Rob, right? You and Raheem. Oh yeah, close, you know Rob. Right? Rob's my guy. Yeah. Rob's my guy. Rob's my yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, there's sir. not many better people and. It's funny, Rock can talk offensive ball so well, and yes. uh, you say Dover right away, it just hits your brain. Coach, yep. we appreciate your expertise on Will Levis. Thank you so much for the insight on this. Great, uh, Best of luck this season with Kentucky football. Can't wait to watch. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Fitz and Harry presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you'll love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. We're going to get back to your calls. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Was Draymond Green's suspension the right call by the NBA, or have they gone soft? That's next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. If you haven't figured it out yet, the music today is White Boy Wednesday. Basically, any middle-aged white dude sitting around. Because it's what I was listening to on my way to the gym this morning. Also, I've realized I need to reapproach some things in my workout. If Will Levis just looks like that post-pump, I don't look like that post-pump. Harry Douglas, <laughs> Jason Fitz. I'm angry. <laughs> All right. Did the league get it right with Draymond, or has the NBA gone soft? I do prefer soft cookies to crunchy cookies. Tim in Virginia chiming in on Draymond. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Tim, what's you got for us on Draymond? Well, I think it's funny how the perspective, whether you're a fan or of the Warriors or not, changes. But And I am a, I am a Warriors fan. But when I look at that situation, it looks to me like, Draymond's trying to step over the guy. He grabs his foot, and that's why his foot ends up on on top of him. I just I don't see him put his whole weight on it. He jumps off his other foot, and it's just because of Draymond's reputation that he's. The while uh, Tim, I I really appreciate your call. We're watching the replay, and I had this disagreement with somebody literally this morning. When you watch it, and they were like, "Well, slow motion makes it look different." No, it doesn't. Like he frees up his foot. His foot is in the air. His left foot at the time is on the ground. His right foot is in the air. He has the option at that point of putting his right foot literally anywhere, and he puts it on the chest, and then you see his left foot leave the ground because he uses well, just his— Wait a minute. How dare you disagree with Tim? Tim has 20-20 vision, I'm just, and I know that, even watching, though I can't see him right now. I, I'm sitting here watching this thing in replay over You dare over. disrespect Tim like he that. You Sabonis like a trampoline. I mean, come on. Like, Sabonis acted. Sabonis shouldn't have grabbed I him. I think I've seen what Tim's seen. Oh, my God. This is really—we're this. going to get—you know what? This is the route we're going today. Can somebody call in and give us a LASIK sponsorship? Because obviously HD needs it at this point. Uh LG in Virginia chiming in on Draymond. Triple H, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. LG, what do you got for us? Okay, so if you ask me, I've had a sternum injury from playing sports. Did you see the way that he went right back into the game and played? 
Mm -hmm. He is not Bruce. This is all a part of the whole narrative to, to, to do what happened. To me, the fact that Draymond Green's leg, and I'm not a fan of his, but the fact that he was grabbed more than once, do you know how dangerous it is to grab someone's ankle like that? Thank you. Thank you. That's the same thing I told Fitz yesterday. What if, he, what if, what if Sabonis would have grabbed the foot and the ankle of Draymond and he would have popped his Achilles? Do you think like the refs? Do you, do you think the league would have, have maybe looked at it all differently? The refs would have looked at it differently if that happened. I mean, realistically, course. the refs in the moment decided that one was a flagrant one, one, and one was a flagrant two. Like the refs decided they were both problems, but one was not as big as the other. I'm not disagreeing with you either. It's that a bonus is down Sabonis there is, was, with the theatrics. Oh man, okay. like he's about to play in the next damn Marvel movie with the theatrics. He went full like he definitely went full Peter Griffin stubbing his toe, and he's just like he's making it a big deal. And I I, I really don't care about that. I still don't think any of that really plays into this whole, like, at some point, whether he grabbed his leg or not, the leg was free and you trampolined off somebody. Like, you're, this is no different than if Harry and I get in an argument and I slap Harry, all right? I slap nice. Harry, the bosses see that, and then Harry turns, you know, pulls out a gun and shoots me. We've got, like, there's a different level here. Well, like, that, now, that's a bit excessive. Okay, I, mean, I would probably body slam you. Yeah, okay, that, that's a better analogy in today's America. I slap, I slap Harry, he picks me up, he piles drives me into the ground and then repeatedly punches me in the face while I whimper for my gods, right? Like, there, there's a, just a difference. Like, the, 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 the punishment is in part because of the reaction to all of it. Let's, uh, Sally, and, then, and then, if anybody else is watching, I'm going to say to them, you want some of this too? You want some of this too? Huh? Man, he would do that. Uh, should we no, try and get joking. Sal and Glendale in here real quick? Yeah, Sal, what you got Sal for us? Come on, Sal. Um, hey, guys. Here's, here's the thing. Where was Kurt? Where was his team? Where was uh, Curry? Where was everybody on the team? I, it, no way this would have happened under Kobe. I remember Jordan used to go off on Rodman to keep him under cool. I, I, nobody got involved from his team. Nobody pulled him aside. Hey, man, calm down, relax. Everybody's watching. I, I don't they, disagree they, with they, the they know They know Draymond. That's, that's, that's why. I mean, the, the teammates were laughing on the bench at that point, like just grabbing water, uh, getting a little uh, getting a little water in, a little hydration. Uh, we're going to get the opinion of an NBA champion weighing in on all of the Draymond and NBA drama next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. 